It's been a really tumultuous few days now that I'm back in New York. I spent the entire summer in California, which was surprisingly pleasant and relaxing, save for a few moments of uncomfortable and humbling realizations about my own mortality and diminishing fitness and how some things are still the same. People can be the same or rather it seems like their shells are the same but your reactions to them can be different. I don't know. It was really helpful having my sister there. She is an oasis of calm and peace. The complete opposite of my parents. I had a really nice routine going. I would have yoga in the morning and then at night nearly every day for a month and a half. And since I've been back in New York, I took a tour of the Hudson Yards Equinox, but while it was beautiful, I just know myself, and I know I wouldn't be able to get down there. Even once a week. The commute time itself would just drain me of all my energy, and... I'd already be frazzled by the time I got there. Not to mention, it reminds me of this Jim Gaffigan joke where he says he's at the gym and everyone there is already fit and he wants to yell at them. What are you doing here? Your work is done. Go home. I just feel like everyone is so intense at the gym. Yet everyone is preening at the same time. I just feel like I would be too self-conscious. There are definitely times when positive peer pressure or reinforcement can help you. Like in yoga, for instance. The first month I did it, I was routinely the worst, if not the second worst, out of any class I tried. And I tried maybe five different studios in New York, and at least as many in California before settling on one. But then it was really humbling and meditative to spend all that time on the mat and realize that 
I have to take responsibility for myself, for the care and nourishment of myself, mentally, physically, spiritually. And I can't really just pass that responsibility on to anyone else. I think, yeah, spending so much time in contemplation and challenging myself again has been really good for me overall because it pointed to all my issues with relying on food, um, overeating, overdrinking, having eating disorders in the past. It really highlighted my own struggles with my own body and my struggles with my self-image because I never had really any role models to look up to save for my family of course but no role models who looked like me like celebrities or the like and I think having visible role models is a really important thing for self-image to form. I guess when I was growing up, pop stars were all the rage and uber slutty outfits were in. I guess they've never left. It's only gotten worse. Um... Yeah, and then all my time in dance, you just develop really disordered ways of viewing yourself when you're always um, around super thin ballerinas. And then I guess in Europe, they're much more forgiving about natural shapes and not being stick thin. Well, depending on where you are. Italians don't have to be stick thin. Parisians, yes. I'd say most Parisians have highly disordered eating habits. And then I would say food culture is overly important in Italy. It tends to be overly important in cultures that have a long history or have recent histories um, surrounding food insecurity and war, migration, loss of land, and the like. But yeah, it's really been 
A catalytic summer, I guess. Managed to really focus on my painting and getting my line off the ground. And being more open about talking about it with strangers. In fact, I'm doing a presentation at a town hall this week. Thankfully for everyone involved, I only have two minutes to speak. It's difficult to get difficult messages across without sounding like you're lecturing or condescending or proselytizing or preaching. People generally tend to tune out or become ultra defensive over their own decisions and bad habits. Whatever. I have to be careful not to point fingers at everyone individually. <laughs> I did something that terrified me today, and it sounds really small and simple. But I'm starting to learn that it's the small and simple things that can really throw everything off. Like punctuation placed in just the right moments in a sentence or A tone set in just the right wavelength. I saw an audition or, yeah, I saw a casting call for an all Asian cast of a short film maybe a month ago or a couple of weeks ago, and I sent in a self-tape and received a callback for a part as a massage parlor worker. And although they said I didn't have to prepare, they sent me a few pages of script almost right before the cold read and it was in Mandarin and the thing about Mandarin is you either understand it or you don't <laughs> there's no getting around that there's no way to guess by romanization 
It really is just the memorization of pictures, pictograms. So I had to input each character into my dictionary and get the pinging and then write it down. So that took about an hour for not that many lines. And then I was going to rehearse my lines when the Equinox salesperson called me and had me on the phone for about 20 minutes. He was selling Equinox really hard to me and while it was impressive, I had to let him down gently at least four times. And I finally got off the phone with about 10 minutes to spare. I set up my phone and read through the lines a little bit again and then waited for them to accept me into the Zoom. They were late by 10 minutes and when they saw me, they told me to change my camera format So that was awkward because I had to take it out of the tripod. I tried setting it up against my cup, but then they couldn't hear me. So then I put it back on the tripod and angled it down towards me. Anyhow. I went through the lines. I thought I did an okay job. Considering I don't normally speak Mandarin in full sentences. And the director gave me notes. And she seemed to like what I did with the lines. And when it was over, I was totally frazzled. <laughs> Must have been over in about 10 minutes, no longer than that. But to be on camera being recorded having like five people watching you. It's kind of insane. <laughs> I don't know how actors do it.
So the town hall went swimmingly. I was extremely nervous, but somehow made it through the first minute um, without any stumbling blocks. I think in the last 20 seconds, I started to trip up because I was stopping myself from going further into detail about the pollution that the fashion industry causes and I didn't know how to make made-to-order sound uh, more democratic, if that makes any sense. I mean, made-to-order still sounds somewhat elitist. <laughs> Because although it's not haute couture, you do have to be in the mindset of having something made for you. So this, I would say this is like one step down from haute couture or maybe two steps down. So like haute couture is obviously the level of aristocracy and so on. And then designer clothing being tailored to you would be one step down from that. And then my line <laughs> is what I'm hoping to be, I don't know, democratic? Artware for everyone? <laughs> Anyhow, whatever, yeah. I think in the last 20 seconds I said made to order, keeping in mind the use of Earth's diminishing resources, which did kind of end on a negative note. I wanted to add a last sentence about like spreading beauty and artistry to everyday life which I'll have to keep in mind for any other speeches I might make soon.